One of the things that I have been reflecting on and very conscious of this past week, and not only this past week, this has been going on uh, during this entire crisis that we're experiencing globally, as well as the rest of my life, but that is really getting in touch with what I have found and what many people I've spoken with have found about the challenges that we can have as human beings when we react or internalize in some way things that other people are saying or doing. And I know that it is certainly one thing to deal with the things that, uh, you know, our own reactions to the behavior of others that are right, you know, in our immediate lives, our families, our friends, the people that we may be in relationships with, people that we just come into contact with in our day-to-day and moment-to-moment lives. But as a result of the way in which the internet has connected, you know, connected people in such a way that if one chooses to, there, there are numerous opportunities to expose oneself to and to avail oneself of so much different uh, types of behavior in terms of things other people are doing or saying, and this can be things that are political, economic, cultural, whatever it may be. And I certainly, it's, I'm certainly not here to go into any of this uh, as I don't really necessarily cling to any particular beliefs or opinions about, about who is right and who is wrong. In fact, I, can, I, I would go as far to say, and as strange as this may sound, and this is just one person's experience. I don't know if this really uh, resonates with anyone or if it means anything, but what I have found is that what is, it's, it's almost in a way the, you know, the things that are said, the things that people do, and I don't want to ignore that these things don't feel real. I don't want to sit here and try to convince anyone that these things, when someone says something that we disagree with, or they say something or do something that is hurtful to us or to people that we love or care about, I'm not saying that those things are not real. And I'm certainly not saying that, uh, you know, it's easy to discount this or turn the other cheek, so to speak. But this is really more about finding the source of the suffering that I tend to experience. And that's really what my focus is for today is that this is really about what I do with this. In other words, how do I choose, how do I choose to internalize this if I am reacting negatively in some way? And I, and I even want to use the word negatively very lightly because I'm not judging it. I'm not saying that because it's negative, it's wrong or that I'm wrong or that I'm bad, you know, as a human being for reacting a certain way. But in terms of when I say negative, I'm using this term more lightly for, you know, when I am reacting in a way that I'm constricting emotionally, I'm closing my heart, I'm closing my mind, I'm very angry, I'm very uh, insulted, I'm, I feel very in, injured, so to speak. Uh, you know, I'm kind of I'm in a, kind of a defensive posture, or maybe I really am in a defensive posture, and uh, finding myself, you know, with the need to defend myself against something that someone has said or done, or I need to prove that they're wrong. And, and it's amazing how, 
And I have found this over and over in my own life and in my own experience. And that's just, you know, one of many, many experiences and one of many, many lives is that if I'm not paying attention, if I'm not aware, and that's really what, you know, in terms of what mindfulness practice has, you know, to do with this, uh, it's really about, you know, if I am not, if I'm not aware of the fact that I am reacting and, and it's not, it's not that I'm trying not to react. Uh, there's no, there's no way I've, I've, I've never been able to find a way to, to prevent myself from just reacting in the moment because I, I am human. These things are going to happen. I, I don't know how to short circuit that or to prevent that. And I gave up on that a long time ago. And if there was any self-improvement, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with self-improvement, but in this case, what I found is, is that, you know, the, 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 the time that I'm going and the energy I'm going to spend trying to quote unquote, improve myself. What I found is there's been a much greater return on that investment of time and energy and practice, just being aware of the fact that it all happens, you know, all of the suffering that I experience, any of the bad feelings that I have, if I'm angry, if I'm just incredulous, and I just can't believe that someone could say such a thing or do such a thing, or how could people be so callous and heartless and cruel, is first really to pay attention to the fact that, and as hard as this is to say, and, and some people may, uh, when I say this, it's, it's you know, I don't know, some people may hear this and think, how could I say this? But I, I, and I used to be one of those people. I was very attached to my own opinions. I was very attached to my own beliefs. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I'm not saying that, it, you know, that people should not do that or that it's bad or wrong. It's just that I found that there was a price that I paid for holding these beliefs and having and carrying these opinions around like baggage and feeling like, you know, that I had to defend myself against anything that ran counter to what it is that I believed and what I thought was right. And even if it was other people being injured as a result of this or other people being hurt, I could find myself just as upset and just as angry and just as uh, contracted emotionally in my mind and in my heart and withdrawn, wanting to withdraw from the world, wanting to basically walk around and just be literally lost in my own head, replaying whatever this thing, and it's amazing how this works, but essentially it's remembering. And what I'm going to say is that this all happens in my mind. That's really what I wanted to get at is that any reactions I'm having to what anyone does or says, whatever they say or do is what they say or do. And I'm, I'm neither saying that anyone is right or wrong. Really the focus is what I found and what I've learned through, you know, sustained mindfulness practice for many years has been that the focus has been to really pay attention to it all begins and ends in my mind. That's really what I wanted to say is that it really comes down to if I, if I don't want to suffer needlessly, if I don't want to waste my time, uh, you know, locked into a loop of thoughts that just do nothing but make me angry, upset, off kilter, out of balance, not able to really be here, not able to uh, to really embrace life as it is and on its own terms and not really be able to cope effectively, that it's all, I have to be able to pay attention to the place where it is all happening. And it's all happening in my mind. In other words, if anyone says or does anything 
it, you know, from my, from my own experience, you know, in terms of what, you know, how I'm going to, to be affected by that, it's all going to be in my mind in between my ears, so to speak. And if I can pay attention to that and be aware that I am reacting to it, it, you know, it's not a silver bullet. It's not magic. It doesn't immediately make everything all better, so to speak. But it, over the long term, I've found that it actually does make a huge difference. It does allow me to not suffer so much. It allows me to not get so caught up in, in overreacting or being you know, locked in a loop of overthinking, overanalyzing, replaying over and over and over again. Something that happened that someone said that really upset me in some way. And if I can just be aware that I am doing it, then I can really take advantage of just a little bit of headspace. If I can just focus on witnessing the fact that I'm reacting in a certain way. And this works, I mean, and, and I realize the more, you know, we have a, I, at least what I found is with people I've talked to and that I've taught this to, that we have a greater stake in this the more personal it is. In other words, if I'm sitting across from someone and they are expressing something in terms of issues regarding society, culture, politics, whatever it may be, economics, whatever the situation may be, if it's something that I'm diametrically opposed to, what I realize is, is that the more I invest in the thoughts of being diametrically opposed to what someone is saying and feeling like I have to somehow convince them or you know, help them see the light, so to speak. All these things are really just thoughts in my head. These are, I mean, all these urges and inclinations to try to put people in their place or, you know, show them how wrong they really are or explain to them, you know, how this viewpoint is hurting other people and them and hurting them and just needing to somehow, quote unquote, rub their noses in it to a certain degree. It's that these are all just thoughts in my head. These are all just notions in my head. And if I can realize that, I can get in touch with the fact that it is not, you know, these things that I'm thinking aren't as real as I think that they are. It's relative reality. It's not absolute reality. And the difference is startling. In other words, you know, if it's in terms of reality, it, from a relative standpoint, it's just what I think is really happening. And as many people have experienced, and I certainly have found this out enough myself, that the human mind is sometimes very prone to misinterpreting the reality of what's going on. We have a lot of biases, which it's nothing, not that there's anything wrong with us. We're human. This is just part of it. We carry around a subconscious mind that tends to store things that have happened to us. And in some ways, from an evolutionary standpoint, it helps us to be able to protect ourselves, you know, without having to pay attention to every minute detail, which can be helpful in some cases. But the other side of the coin is there, you know, it's, or on the other hand, it also allows us to react unconsciously to things and sometimes overreact and sometimes to, uh, you know, it, it causes, especially if we're reacting in a way that's we're rejecting what's happening or we're not open to it or we disagree with it or whatever or we don't believe it, whatever it is, I really find that, in essence, we end up being in a position where we can get so lost in those reactions and so lost in those beliefs that, uh, that you know, we, can, we end up not being here anymore. We're not really here where this is all happening.
And if I can't really be here and be where it's all happening, I'm gonna, going to respond to everything that's happening from being in a place somewhere else in my head. If I'm off you know, in a place where I am incredibly angry and I'm reviewing over and over what has happened that someone said to me or did to me, I can't really cope well with what's going on right now. I can't do the best work that I need to do. I, uh, I can't be the best me I can be. And I certainly can't treat people in the most loving way and, and, and be present here to cope in the best way I can if I am busy being the person that's angry or offended by something that someone says. And it might very well be the people that I'm interacting with who have nothing to do with what has happened in terms of you know me hearing or experiencing something that upset me in some way or hit me the wrong way. Uh, I may end up responding to them in a different way and they have nothing to do with it. So not only do I have the ability to cause myself a lot of unnecessary suffering, I also have the ability to do that you know, to others as well. And it's not that I am wanting to do that, but it's, it happens sometimes so unconsciously that we're not even aware of it. And I, and, I, and I would assume that most people have had those situations happen where somebody says something in a certain way or acts in a certain way and you're kind of perplexed you're sort of scratching your head and wondering why do you know why did they say that that way or why did they do do this this way and it's very easy to fall into this trap and so i, I want to make sure that i am not that person that uh, i'm not above it i'm certainly not beyond it i can very easily slip into that behavior if i'm not paying attention to my mind if i'm not aware of where i am mentally and psychologically and energetically even at a different level at more of a metaphysical level, I, you know, if I'm not aware of these things, then I can't really make sure that I am treating people in the best way I can, or communicating with people in a way that's genuine and authentic, and giving people the gift of presence and being here with them. And I will tell you, this week has been just one of those weeks where I have found myself, and I realize it's very easy to, the, you know, sometimes the temptation to just turn the world off and not pay attention to anything. Sometimes there are times where I found that that has been helpful and I'm not here to uh, advocate that and I'm not here to tell anyone what's right or wrong as far as you know how much of these things that we participate in in terms of reading the news and exposing ourselves to news and you know that's just a it's just that's something that each person makes that decision but what I found is that I want to try to find a healthy balance. If I shut all that out and hide away from it, then I'm really not out in the world where everything is happening. In other words, I, but then again, I don't want to get over uh, invested in needing to know every single thing that's happening because there's so much that I found that that's, you know, really trying to find the middle ground. Uh, I don't want to avoid the bad stuff, so to speak. I don't want to avoid the stuff that upsets me or triggers me. In some way, I want to be able to be, uh, I want to be a fully feeling, fully present human being. And in order to do that, sometimes I'm going to be around people that trigger me. I'm going to be around people that do things that hit me the wrong way. Uh, I'm going to be around people who have opinions that are 180 degrees different from my own. That literally everything that they say, everything that comes out of their mouth just sets me off in some way. And I literally want to just, you know, like almost like I just want to, you know, sometimes you get so upset about these things, you just want to scream, you know, and it's just, you get so frustrated, but this is part of it. And what I found is that that, you know, that building desire or need to, to scream or in some way to say something to someone 
comes from, at least what I found is that it comes from overly internalizing what people are saying or what they're doing. And I, and there again, I don't want to become so passive that I don't, uh, that I'm not willing to stand up for myself or what I believe. But what I found is this is even uh, to me is a bigger subject than that. It's my, it's my ability to cope with what's going on and I can't be out in the world and I can't be with people unless I can work with what's going on in my mind. And if I am really reacting, uh, I already, I already know that the, the ideal would be for me to not react as much. If I am really finding myself getting really bent out of shape about someone's opinion about something that's going on in the world that just really, you know, that I think how callous can they be? How uncaring can they be? How short-sighted can they be? If I, if I end up allowing myself to get so wrapped up in, you know, and I guess there is an aspect of judging. I started to say that and then I kind of caught myself, but you know, there, there is that, you know, that does come from a place of judgment and I do want to, I want to cop to that. I want to admit that if that's where I'm at and it's, you know, it's human beings tend to do that. We do tend to just to discriminate between this and that and we judge and we think that we know what's right and what's not right. And there's a lot of unconscious stuff going on with that. And I can't necessarily uh, analyze every bit of it as it's happening, but I certainly can see the big picture. In other words, if I know that if somebody is really upsetting me and offending me in some way, if I can see that happening, I don't have to understand every single thing about it. I don't have to necessarily know every single thing that's going on in my mind, but it's pretty easy when there is an extreme reaction in some way going on for me to at least be aware, have some base level of awareness that, Hey, I, I'm, I am, I'm offended by this. Somehow this has upset me in some way. I'm, I'm very much in extreme disagreement with what's being said. And, uh, you know, it's easy to pick up on that. So if I can at least see the big picture, uh, it makes it easier for me to be able to just sit with whatever that is. And I found that the more that I, you know, and I don't want to expose myself to opinions, and uh, viewpoints that are just, you know, going to set me off or upset me. But then again, I, I mean, I don't want to do that on purpose, just constantly uh, in order to, uh, to think that I'm going to improve my ability to deal with this. It's more about just when these things come up, when, when it happens, I just want to be able to be aware of the fact that I'm, that I'm reacting. And if I am aware that I'm reacting, at that point, it becomes very simple. Uh, it's not easy. Sometimes it is incredibly painful and I found myself this week at several times where I was so angry. I was so just absolutely incredulous about something that someone said or did. And in some cases, it was things that people that I'm very close with. And this is regarding what's going on in the world. In some cases, that just completely, I just was astounded that they could say things like this and be, you know, how I felt was this insensitive. Uh, but then again, on the other hand, there was also things that I just, you know, read in the news and that I was made aware of that just completely set me off. And, and I mean, it's sometimes it is so unbelievably painful to sit with these things and, uh, you know, and to be able to cope. And what I found is if I can just, you know, you know, kind of catch myself in the act, it's just a matter of, you know, men said that one of the, the most effective practices I learned very early on was what's referred to as mental noting. If I can just note to myself that I am, you know, I'm overreacting to something someone said. I'm finding myself, you know, very much in disagreement with something someone's saying. I'm finding myself angry. If I can just note that in some way and be aware of it, 
pretty soon it just you have that aha moment over and over again it's like oh okay that's what's happening i you know here i go again i'm doing this again and it's not in a way to judge myself or beat myself up emotionally about it it's just really about being able to know that okay here i go again you know i'm off to the races so to speak i'm uh, i'm reacting to something I, I don't like something that someone said or did and here i am in this moment and what am i going to do and the idea here is I'm not asking myself what I'm going to do so that I can figure out how I'm going to react in some way uh, or respond or retaliate in some way. When I say, you know, when I'm asking myself, what am I going to do? It's really about, okay, how am I going to cope? And what I find is that the answer over and over again is to come back to my center, to be able to get my mind calmed down with some sort of meditative practice and to be able to just be in my own body and just to be in my own skin uh, without the need to get so caught up in, in overthinking and, and, you know, trying to analyze why they're so wrong and why I'm so right. And at some point, the whole wrong and right thing goes out the window. At some point, it's just me breathing in and out. And this is really, to me, it's, you know, I don't want, I, I want to stop short of calling it the magical moment. But in, in, relatively speaking, in comparison to being locked in reactivity and, and, and you know, overthinking something over and over and over again and being lost and not really here, it kind of is a magical moment to finally have that, just that little bit of headspace to realize, okay, this, you know, this really, I don't have, I don't have to get so caught up in this. I don't have to get so upset about this. And then I can kind of step back and have that perspective and realize, okay, they've got their opinion. They've got their way of seeing the world. This is maybe the way they behave in a certain situation. It's not my job or my right to, to, uh, to correct them unless it is, but in, in most cases it's not. And that's very situational um, and it's very contextual. But generally, I'd say almost 100% of the time, it's not my place to correct people or to get them to see that I'm right and they're wrong or whatever the case may be. The right or wrong just kind of gets blurry. It just, it gets to a point where it just is, you know, and that's, that's to me where the, if there is any magic at all, and I don't think it is necessarily magical, but I'm just using that word because I think sometimes it's just, you know, it's, it is almost magical to get to a place where we're not so attached to what we think is right or wrong. If we're not so attached to our opinions, if we're not so busy being so uh, wrapped up in and invested in uh, an identity where, you know, they're right, we're wrong, uh, you know, the vice versa, we're right, they're wrong, whatever it is. If we can just be in life in our own bodies, where we find ourselves, wherever our feet are planted, and we're not so caught up in all those polarities and all that duality, uh, we're just here. It is, it is, it can be magical. And so, but I'm not here necessarily to convince anybody of that or to really get carried away with that because I realize there, there again, that could be something that I could get carried away with. And so really very simply put, it's just a matter of getting to a place where we can be in the world. We don't have to, uh, re, you know, retire from it. We don't have to escape it. We don't have to go hide out somewhere because we can't stand all the things that people say and do. It's just that that's part of being human. We're going to be around people who uh, set us off. We're going to be around people who say some of the, the you know, sometimes, and I'm just going to say it, some of the, cra- the craziest, most ridiculous stuff. And I say that with love because I've been that person before. I've said some of the craziest and most ridiculous stuff. And I'm only saying that because I'm just trying to relate on a human level. 
and I'm laughing and basically smiling while I'm saying it because that's just a judgment. And but it's it's said for effect. And at the end of the day, I mean, I, I I do realize anything I see in anyone else, anyone else's behavior, I can find an aspect of it in mine. So if I can see that I am just as flawed as a human being, but I can actually have, I can love myself unconditionally, I can love other people unconditionally, and that's really what it's all about: being here, no matter how, so how sometimes how trying it can be, and being with other people sometimes. And then this is said with unconditional love is very trying, but. The, you know, the, to wrap all of this up, just to say that mindfulness practice has made it in is made it so much easier. It's not easy doing the practice. It's not easy sitting with stuff that makes us feel uncomfortable or upsets us. But at least I can cope. I can process it. I can let that energy, that anger, the feelings of you know of, of uh, you know just of bewilderment sometimes at people's behavior. I can actually just let that stuff dissipate, that, that energy that actually doesn't feel good. I can basically just let that stuff dissipate. And mindfulness practice has allowed me to a practice that is simple but not easy at all, but can be done. And it's not, you know, this is available to anyone. But I found that it has made living during this time much, much easier overall. It's allowed me to not get caught up and, and you know, get swept away by my reactions to people's behavior in a way that I can actually be here and enjoy the things that are good, the joy that is there, the good things. Because I know for sure I won't be able to do that if I'm not. If I'm carried away in my own head, angry and offended and contracted, I won't be able to be here for it and I'll miss it. And I know that uh, time is precious and I want to be able to, to be able to be here for these things. And mindfulness practice has ultimately allowed me to do that.